Welcome to Longbox Small Talk, the podcast with issues. Uh, my name is Rodney. I'm, of course, one of the co-hosts of Longbox Small Talk. The reason that you're hearing this instead of the podcast is because one of our mics fucked up for the first, like, five minutes of the podcast. So I'm here to fill you in. First, Bill screamed and scared the shit out of me with his introduction, bursting both of my eardrums. Our technical difficulties are stopping you from having to experience that. And then I posed a question to Bill. Are there any kinds of meat that you would not try? And of course, we brought up human meat. So I'm going to go ahead and drop you down into that conversation. But first, I want to remind you to use hashtag no consensual cannibalism or hashtag yes consensual cannibalism to throw your support behind myself or Bill. All right. And without further ado, here we go. Three, two, one. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I'm, st- I'm still standing by my reasoning. You have still not given me... Your reasoning is warped! <laughs> I, why, why won't you eat a cat? Because I don't want to eat a cat! Okay, say, it, then say, I'm not consenting in eating human. No one cons- No one other than you and Hannibal Lecter consent to eating human, you know? See, but Hannibal Lecter, he was a little rapey in his procurement of oh, meat. Oh, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Now we're getting down to the brass tacks he, of how the meat's procured? He didn't necessarily... Oh, he didn't necessarily oh, have... So- Consent. So you're not going to put something in the cappuccino, Mr. Cosby, so you could chop an arm off? No. God, Bill, what did I say? <laughs> I said a consenting adult offers meat. What consenting adult wants to chop an arm off or a uh, leg? Well, sometimes it's not their choice. But then that leg is bad. You don't want to eat that meat. That's like mad cow disease. You don't know that. Oh, now we're arguing with science. Now you're going to argue, oh, okay. No, hey, I'm arguing with your hold science. Hold on, hold on, uh, Mr. Jackson. Uh, we got to take your leg off. You got diabetes. Well, that means the leg is going bad. Okay, diabetic leg, sure. Car accident arm or leg? But it's still dead. I mean, it's not like you're going to... So are you, gonna, are you, gonna, your fucking hamburgers, are you chasing, Bill? Are you going to chase ambulances around looking for amputees? Going, hey, uh, if you're not going to do anything with that... Dude... If you know anything about the healthcare system, it already costs an arm and a leg to go. Oh, bad pun. <laughs> bad pun. Pretty bad, yeah. Oh. But, I mean, those people might need $20,000 to pay for their operation. New depths of hell. I mean, we have. <laughs> I mean. It's been 11 minutes, and I think we've already reached our. Our limit like, for the I topic. need a cigarette and a bath after talking about this. <laughs> I still don't understand your, your weird oh my phobia god. about it. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Chime in if you're into cannibalism on the Facebook, guys. I mean, wow. I would actually love that. I, I, I want to see what you people think. After you listen to the show Monday or Tuesday, uh, chime in and tell us if you think cannibalism is okay. Okay, you can't word it like that. I'm sorry. Consensual cannibalism between consenting adults. And you know what? Use hashtag yes consensual cannibalism or hashtag no consensual cannibalism. Decide with Bill. Oh, God. I like this. We should do this every week. Well, I'm fine with that, but Jesus. I feel dirty. Why? This is disgusting. (laughs) Have you ever seen, like, a pig being butchered or a cow being butchered? Yes. And the conditions that they're in? I'm conditioned to believe you can eat cows, pigs, and chickens, and fish out of the sea. Well, it sounds like your conditioning was a little bit too strict. 
Holy shit, I think somebody needs to recondition you like Clockwork Orange style. Bro, people like, eat put possum you in front of and raccoon. Cin- put you in front of the cinema like, you know. You put- said yourself you eat snake. Yeah, like a weird delicacy, you know. Human is the weirdest delicacy. No, it is not. It's a- well argued, Bill. <laughs> I love your reasoning. I don't need to reason with this. I mean, this is like basic like kindergarten, you know, reasoning. Red, blue, one, two, don't eat people. You know, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you did you eat, like, gallons of glue as a kid? Is that what you're what fucking... What the fuck? Your no. fucking brain is just fried. I, dude, if you had said a, a, a good argument against human meat, if you're like, oh, human meat's got worms, I'd be like, oh, that's why we don't eat human. That makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, there is that. There, There is, I mean, if you eat people, it's bad for you. Like if you read, show this, me the proof, bro. Yeah, dude. The people in that that wrote I'm gonna that give book, you some homework. The people that wrote that book alive. I mean, they were seriously. They had some serious health problems after they were. Now, did they only eat human? Yeah, dude. Still, they had to sacrifice the soccer. I mean, they were soccer people. I mean, bro, you still need fruits and vegetables and all the nutrients that come with them. You know, if you're stuck on a mountain and all you got is people, and you eat people, then you're gonna suffer the consequences. I hate when you smile at me like that, you red bastard. All right, let's get out of this. <laughs> but I never want to. Oh, God. Oh, God. Dude, so, okay, so what's going on with you this week? Other than all your, <laughs> your eating humans. I read uh, the first and half of the second trade of Southern Bastards. Oh, you finally got around to it. Really freaking good, man. So you're, you're halfway in the second book? I love how the second book... You don't want to give away with how the first book ends. Yeah. But the second book takes place, you just learn about the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And you actually start, I mean, this is terrible, but you get sympathetic toward the bad guy. Yeah, you really do. It's odd. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I grew up in a town um, not far from here that was very, like, high school football was, like, the yep. big culture. And this reminds me a lot of that. Yeah. You know? If you weren't at the football game on Fridays, you were a huge like outcast. And I was not. Uh, yeah, I, was, I wasn't either. I was a couple of streets over at my friend's house while they were playing D and D. There you go. You know, hanging out, watching movies. Stay true to yourself, Bill. That's right, man. That's that's you know, I, I just and it wasn't ever my thing. As a matter of fact, I, I had a client the other day. I was inspecting his building, and he said, "So you a pro football fan?" I'm like, "Not really." Yeah, <laughs> sorry, we're not gonna be able to relate here. But you want to talk about the new Civil War trailer? We'll yeah. do that. But no, <laughs> you no, want to talk no about football. you want to talk about the Residence documentary that I watched the other night? You know? <laughs> hey, um, well, I never went to any football games until I started dating Melissa. Yeah. she was in the band. Yeah, but even then, I refused to pay. And after halftime, they let everybody in for free because so the you, game was already half over. Wow! So I would sit there and stare at the lady behind the counter for not letting me in a little bit early. I was wow. like. I'm not paying for a ticket. You literally may as well let me in now. I don't give two shits about who's playing or what yeah. the score is. I just have to sit here. I just want to say Snookums player trombone. Uh, I think, she, yeah, she was a bass clarinet, and then she played bass drum. So, she blew him and banged him. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, I mean, it was a great marching band. Yeah. It looked great through that chain link fence. Really impressive. <laughs> Because that was the only time I would I would actually get to see her march. Does she have any regrets about you just not being there? Abandonment issues? You not? No, being... she didn't give a shit. Not at all. No. Okay. 
No, because even if she did, she was so busy with all of her band shit. Yeah. Hey, I saw you march from beyond the fence. It was great. And then she was like, oh, cool. Oh, hey, look, I'm this person and that person. And I've got to go wet my reed. And I don't know. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. A lot of weird double entendres with bands. Really, really. I mean, I was in band in junior high. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of that. Dude, I, I tried out for band and got in. Yeah. Did bam one year? I was like, that's too much goddamn work. Yeah, I could see you. I could see that too much. Yeah, why would I want to do this? No, I quit after one year. I was yeah. like, I, I still know like uh, twenty. What did you play? Star. I played saxophone. I did too. Saxophone. Tenor? Played, no, uh, alto. Oh, al- alto. That's what I'm gonna say as yeah. well. I played alto for three years. Cool. Do you yeah. remember any of it? Could you still play I now? Probably, yeah, I could probably pick it up and wing it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Whoa. My favorite thing about the saxophone is the way the the keys at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, hit the openings. Yeah. And it sounds like, <laughs> like when they hit. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> just like, like a really. Horror. It's a really like satisfying sound. Whenever I, I, whenever they shut. Okay. I mean. Uh, what? Whatever makes you happy. You know. Fine, Bill. <laughs> so Talk about your stupid that, southern bastards. Aside, aside from eating, aside from wanting to eat people, how has your week been? What you been up to, dude? It's great. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to talk about southern bastards more? I mean, I'm, I'm I haven't finished it yet. Okay. I mean, it, I like it a lot, though. I really enjoyed it. I, I I can really put myself in that town because of our experiences growing up yeah, in small I mean, football I think, towns. Yeah, I mean, like, first of all, somebody needs to give Jason Aaron like I, for a while. I thought. I thought Ennis on Preacher had captured Southern living in comics. Mm. No, Aaron. Aaron really covered it. I mean, yeah. no, I, you know, I can't. I didn't live in a town that linked crime to uh, high school football, but you certainly, I know those characters. I know the the people that came back regrettably mm-hmm. um, or never could get out in the beginning. Exactly. And then like the, the, the teachers that have been there for, you know, since the dawn of time. Yep. Um, y- yeah. I mean, it, it just like in the whole town bureaucracy, like it really, it did hit close to home. Like I could, I could, I knew a lot of these people, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to talk about it because there's so much like, if yeah. you give away the ending of the first trade, you kind of ruin it for people. Yeah. Um, and that's why we're not going to go into it too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. But but I can still... I, dude, like right now on Facebook, I've got friends of mine who have become teachers and went back to Santa Fe. Yeah. It's like, really? It's like, you don't want to try and get outside that 10 mile... I, I had a massive problem when I took this new job. And I, I'm not... I don't... I, this is not talking bad about my job. I love my company I work for. Suck up. Um, no, I do. I really do. Um, but... Uh, they were based in my old town originally, mm-hmm. and I had a hard time. I, 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 matter of fact, I talked to my parents about it. And I said, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. It's not the company. I didn't want to go back there. And then kind of what I figured was that a lot of it was my own stigma, you know, and, and I got used to being back there and didn't really care. I'm like, it's a job. You know, these people pay me and they do a, that's what I'm here for. They do a good job of paying me. They do a good job paying me. I don't have any problems with that. Every two weeks, yeah. like and, clockwork. And then what's funny is we moved from the town I went to school to to the town. Now I, now I work two minutes from where I, my my actual house was growing up. Holy shit. Yeah, on, on 6 and 288. You may as well move back home. Uh, dude, I'd love to get my studio back. <laughs> That'd be rad. Because my old recording studio, the where Black Math Experiment rehearsed and recorded... Mm-hmm. Uh, our demo stuff was at my, my parents' old place. And uh, I'd love to get it back, but 
unrelated, but I saw you listening to some Black Math the other day. You jam yourself? Uh, no, the kids were asking me to listen to some music. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so we I pulled put it on Spotify. Okay. I figured it was like, man, you just put on some headphones and a candle, and you're just I like listening it, to your own uh, shit. Once a year when I'm driving around, I'll I'll throw it on and listen to it and go, wow, we it was fun. You know, I don't think I have to do it again, but it was a lot of fun when we did it. You ever want to remix your own songs? Uh, there's a couple I want to re-record. You know, you get eight years down the line to get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You want to go, mm, Hopefully. I wish, I wish I could go back and re-record that, you know. Bill re-records the hits, you know. Yeah. 20, 2020. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay. So well, what, um, you, what you got going on this week? Didn't, really nothing. Yeah. I, I didn't have anything really going on today. You read anything? Uh, I I mean, I read all the, the Marvel books that came yeah. out this week. You said something about liking Mockingbird. Yeah, Mockingbird um, kind of struck, because she was never a character that really struck me as someone that I cared about. Oh, me either. Yeah, she's definitely like C-tier. D. C, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, C or D. So she's got her own book now. And not knowing anything about the character, really, or really what even her powers are, um, I uh, was flipping through it, and it was a really interesting take, because it didn't focus on her, really. It focused on her being a guinea pig in this experiment. Okay, I I gotta stop. I gotta ask a couple questions. Okay, go for it. Does it mention anything, like, after uh, Secret Wars... Does it mention anything about her origin, about her being one of the people that was captured during Secret Invasion, that where she wasn't on the planet for years, that was a scroll? Yeah. Did she was talk- in the Secret Invasion thing? No, I don't think this issue did. It, okay. And it might it might do it later, does but it, this, honestly, it seemed kind of like an origin. Does it talk anything about her and, and Clint, Hawkeye? No, okay. it's only her. Wow. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, uh, it's it's like an origin story. Well, yeah, they're, obviously they're setting the comic up for the show they're going to do in the fall. Okay, the, that makes the, a lot of the sense. Shield spinoff with her and the other guy. I don't know who the other guy is, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's the big. I news. still never could have got got into Shield at all. Uh no, no. I'm it, just looking at the commercials bores me. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, this is the best you can do, huh? Yeah. No wonder DC stomping your ass on TV. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's true. Which, by the way, let's segue into that real quick. Um, you gotta quit fucking calling out your segues, bro. Shut up. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B-Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B-Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B-Movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode of Longbox Small Talk, head on over to iTunes and search for B-Movies and Ebooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. It was announced today, Saturday. We're doing a we're we're early this week because I'm going on vacay. Uh, Where's going? Uh, uh, canyon Lake up near Austin. All right, yeah, gonna be fun. Take the kids up there, and it's a lake in the middle of a canyon. It's a lake in the middle of a canyon. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. The CW has announced early before all the competition their early renewals, and of course, as expected, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow have all been renewed for 2016, 2017 season. So, I mean, you're getting more. Any news about Supergirl? Uh, no, that's CBS, and I, I imagine you probably won't hear anything until uh, late April, mid-April on that. But with with uh, with CW doing this, I imagine I imagine somebody else is going to follow suit. I bet Fox. I bet Fox will. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a lock for a second season. You think so? Yeah, because they wouldn't waste the resources of doing that cross-promotional yeah. with The Flash if she was only going to last one season. 
I, I, I think you might be right. Um, I, a lot of people that watch it, the, uh, some people ha- uh, are pro, and some people just dropped off. I, I only watched the first two. Mm. Um, again, I, maybe I need to go back and start watching some more. I don't know. I've got to catch up on Gotham, but because um, um, I'm still in the same place I left off last time we talked. Nice. Uh, middle of season one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many good documentaries out, though. I've got to watch my documentaries. Um. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Supergirl, I'm on the fence on. Uh, although I saw her naked on uh, what was that? Homeland. Oh God, she was yeah. naked. Yeah. So I mean, I can't say anything bad about her. You know, what I mean, I can. She's not a very good Supergirl. I, I saw her naked. I don't care. <laughs> you know, is that usually how it goes? That's how it always goes. <laughs> So if, like, your waitress shows her tits to you, and then she's like, I just scattered pubes just all doubled, in your food. She just doubled her tip. Even with the pube food. Ju- Come on. I'm just saying. I mean... Uh, it's a hypothetical, of, Bill. First of all, we all know most women don't have them today anyway. It's... Right? No. I think you're wildly generalizing. No. No. I've seen the magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where all of your women, your yes. knowledge of women come yep. from? Yep. The internet and magazines. Women really like long walks on the beach. Nope, and nope they don't. Not from not the magazines that I've read, the internet that I've read. <laughs> nope. They like being demeaned and yep. called whore. Yep, yep. They love the word bitch. <laughs> Call me bitch again. Call me bitch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know you can't see it, people, but <laughs> Bill did what can only be described as the worst cunnilingus face. Okay, on that note, uh, Luke Cage has been announced on Netflix for September 30th. Uh, looks like it's going to be good. Can't wait. I want to hear more. Like, I want to know what kind of story that they're going to... It should be interesting. And we know Danny Rand's going to show up at some point. We And I, be, I would bet you that Jessica shows up a little bit. I'm sure. Uh, and I figure at some point or another, Matt Murdock's going to have to show up in one of these shows as a as a lawyer. Or somebody from... Somebody from the Daredevil world is going to have to show up to kind of start tying these things in. Mm-hmm. I was surprised um, they didn't show up. Or maybe they did show up in Jessica Jones. I don't know. Did they? Who? Matt Murdock or anybody from his law firm? or In Jessica Jones? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. See, I'm I, again, I'm uh, still halfway through that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I, I think I just read a comic where he showed up for an issue or two. Okay. Just to be a lawyer. Okay. But. Yep. So, uh. That should be interesting. Uh, again, we don't know much about it, but uh, so far Netflix hasn't let us down on the Marvel shows. I got a, I got a feeling it's going to be a knockout of the park. You know, so we're going to be so the end of September, beginning of October. We're. I think the bigger question is: Is it going to be bigger than Jessica Jones? Depending on whatever the tone is, because I have said it many times before: Jones, Jessica Jones is a really good show, mm-hmm. but it's hard to watch because it's so dark. Mm-hmm. So now. That we have this established character in her universe, we can kind of bring him out and say, "All right, what could this be? A more fun show? You know, maybe a less, maybe maybe I won't have as much PTSD watching this show as as Jessica Jones. Like every time I watch Jessica Jones, I wanted to curl up in the fetal position and be like, I it's not going to get better. But um, uh, yeah, I, I hope the tone is different." You know, you know, I think Danny Rand is going to bring some much-needed levity to that whole little I, universe. I hope. 
I hope. I, I really wish they had just done a Luke Cage Iron Fist show. And it's not just for Heroes for Hire. Yeah, or the begin the seedling for Heroes for Hire. You know, I wish they had done like you know maybe let the first couple episodes just be Luke Cage and establish his world again, and then bring Danny in for a couple episodes and then kind of mix them up. I, I, I have they mentioned if this is going to be a Danny meets Luke or if they're going to be established friends already? I don't know. Okay, I mean we know little to nothing about it, and I, I honestly think who was I reading today? Someone said get oh uh, Barenthal. Uh, John Barenthal was talking about um, he and uh, Tom, the guy that's playing Spider-Man, the kid, they shot a movie together. Wells? Yeah. Is it Tom Wells? Something like that. That sounds fucking Uh, right. He and the kid that plays Spider-Man shot a movie together in Ireland, and when they were shooting the movie, they were doing tapes for Marvel back and forth. This is before they got hired, Mm -hmm. and they ended up, there are audition tapes with the two of them working together. Now, tell me that's not something you want to see. And he, as he said, he said, good luck getting out of Marvel that's like Fort Knox. But DVD special, I'm sure someday we'll see, you know. I don't know, man. With Marvel being owned by Disney now and all the Disney influence and power and money, some shit's going to happen at some point. You'll see something. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you. the world's too small now. Like before, ten years ago, it was so much bigger Sony owned Spider-Man, and, and uh, Fox had the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, and blah, blah, blah. Marvel had their thing. And now the world's gotten smaller, and it's going to continually get smaller. So, <clears throat> yeah. It, you'll see things happen. So, speaking of the new Spider-Man, though, uh, Marvel Civil War trailer. Did Let's you see it? it? Yes. Saw it. Loved it. I knew you saw it. I don't know why I asked you. Yeah. Dude, so... Have you ever seen a trailer take over every social media feed? I swear to God, I went to Facebook and I scrolled down for four pages of people reposting that. Have you ever seen a trailer make another franchise that's coming out just look so limp dick? I mean, it It really take the. I mean, it really. There was a meme going around of the somebody. It's it's a shot from the Civil War two trailer, and then it's just a picture of uh, the Batman and Superman from Batman v Superman with Ben Carson's head on them, looking sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty much right. I mean, they just every time DC does something, Marvel's there to stomp right on them. I mean, and it's and it seems like a oh hey bro, you got something too? Oh yeah, so do we. Check it out, man. Check out our dope-ass trailer. It's going to blow you away. <clears throat> I mean, really and truthfully, you get to see way more. You, we get a beat for the story now. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a different take than the comics. Yeah. But it's still similar in vibe. You you, get, you understand that they want him to get registered. Uh, it's it's Tony against uh, Steve. It's, it's the uh, man of affluence against the everyman, you know? Um Black Panther. We see way more Black Panther action in this. I mean, dude, seriously, a Black Panther movie is going to be dope. <laughs> it's going to be dope. I'm excited for Black Panther. I'm excited about you being excited. Because whenever you get excited, you're like a 12-year-old who just was just like, I, dude, you know I what? Wanna, this is a candy store. Have I, at I, it. I hope I die always being this Me excited. Me too. Oh. <laughs> you dick. No, I just... It, this, it really gets me excited to see this. I mean, all right, so let's let's cut to the bullshit and talk about it. Okay. The last five seconds of the trailer 
we get to see Spider-Man. Opinions. Go for it. So, while you were talking, I looked up. It's Tom Holland. Yeah, Holland. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We knew, we knew it was something. It's Tom something. It's a different last hey, name. He's, than... he's English. He's still in our jobs. <laughs> you know, whatever. Why can't we have an American Peter yeah. Parker the way God intended? The English taking our jobs. <laughs> so, um, Tom Holland um, and his version of Spider-Man, I was excited to see it. Just the fact that it was a big thing that Sony was like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Show Spider-Man. That was cool. Um, I do have some criticisms about the costume and uh, a few different things. I have some theories. Mm-hmm. Um, if you notice, um, when you notice, if you, if you notice, he lands on that truck and his eyes articulate the way mm-hmm. Deadpool's kind of do. Mm-hmm. But it also makes a weird... Zzzz, zzzz, sound that's okay. very mechanical to me which tells me that that's actually going to be a version of iron spider yes i agree you agree with that completely i'm very surprised nope i i think you're right i think what i said last episode i still think holds weight that he is more of a linchpin of this movie than they're letting on mm-hmm. that this was the tip of the iceberg showing us this character they were and and i still say that everything you've seen is the first half of the film you haven't seen, you haven't seen, you're seeing probably up to the middle, to the end of the second act. You don't know what the third act is. Speaking of that, did you see that this is going to be the longest yes. movie? Two yes. hours and 20 something minutes? I mean, that's a lot of movie. It's a lot to ask my bladder as I get older. Yeah. But um, Winter Soldier, still still love it. I, I You know, I think these guys know what they're doing. And I have high hopes for this one. But Winter Soldier to me is still a loser. Oh, no, I love Winter Soldier. Oh, I can watch that over again right now. Love Go do it. it. I'll love record the rest of the love show it. myself. Um, yes, I think I, because what I'm getting to is I think at the beginning of this film, you see kind of a ragtag version of his costume. It's very urban looking. It's more hoodie and, and sweatpants based. Um, and then he's going to obviously meet Stark. Sark's going to take him under his wing because he's a he is a but you know a budding science mm-hmm. student and Stark's obviously a scientific entrepreneur, so I think you're going to see that and he's going to make the iron armor based on the technology we see in the trailer from the wristwatch. Yeah, um, I completely agree. This is so, weird. I don't like so, this. So I think I think you're right. Um, I think that is the iron the the iron spider armor, a, a different version. Obviously, we're not going to get the shitty red and gold one. I like that one. Oh, you don't like on. it? No, that's where we disagree. Oh man, that's horrendous. He Dude, the, and the arms and everything. Oh uh, no, no, that color scheme was terrible. Dude, I never did understand though. Why does he have three arms as opposed to four? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that. Um. Yes, I, I believe the Civil War trailer stomped ass. It looked amazing. Uh, that comes out at Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. I know what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely be there with sell, on. sell the kids. Uh, we're going. Okay. Oh, that was it. That's all we were going to talk I about. Mean, what else you want to talk about? Well, okay. I want to talk about how in the MCU, a lot of people which would normally have a secret identity in uh, the the comics, uh-huh. a lot of these people we already know their real names. Like the general public knows their names. So. I feel like a registration act is kind of a weird way to do it still. 
Because what it seemed like in the trailer is they were blaming the Avengers for all of the things that happened previously. Mm-hmm. Where, really, they didn't have anything to do with any of that except for Ultron. Ultron was a big yeah. a big thing. Yeah. That, that really was Tony Stark's fault that happened at all. Yep, I was there. Yeah. But, but it kind of was like the attack on New York. Not their fault at all. Yeah, I mean... They stopped that. Nobody's saying, and I'm sure they're going to say it in the, in the movie... Uh, if we hadn't been there, mm-hmm. they would have leveled the Earth. Yeah. And Loki would be king of everything. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'll, I just want to know how they're going to do it. I, well, I think they're going to go on the concept of collateral damage. That What's that, better, collateral damage yeah, or yeah, fucking damage thing, everywhere? Hey, look, 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 I'm with you. I'm with okay. you on this. I'm just saying, I think that's where uh, Thunderbolt Ross is going to go. He's going to say, okay... You know, yeah, you save the Earth, but you're, you know, how many millions, how many hundreds of thousands of people died in, in, in Europe? How many people died in New York? How many people died in Wakanda when the Hulk decided to go crazy? So, that's, I think, going to be the stance. But, like, okay. Did you we, say how many people died in Wakanda? Yeah, because that's where they battled, the Hulk and Iron Man battled. Wakanda? Yeah. In, in, in Avengers 2? Oh, yeah. That's Wakanda. When the Hulk and Iron Man are battling on the street, that's Wakanda. Or, I mean, it's, it's, it's South Africa. I'm sorry. Okay. They're in South Africa. Maybe not Wakanda, but they're, they're in South Africa, definitely. Now I, have, I feel like I have to rewatch it. You didn't see the thing when they, go to the, when they go to see Claw? It's in South Africa? The title says South Africa? Yeah, I guess I didn't put two and yeah, two together. that's South Africa. Uh, what what city in South Africa? I don't know. Look, dude. I mean, look. Am I, do I look like Wikipedia? I mean, you kind of do. I mean, if you're always you. asking me for money. Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's South Africa. So I mean, they're you know they're going to show you all these things that happen, and you know, oh, Thor destroyed New Mexico. I'm like, really? There's like ten people in New Mexico. Uh, two people got boo boos. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, cry. You know. But they got to see Chris Hemsworth. I mean, for real. What else you want? Yeah, you got you got a bruise on your arm. Oh, but you got to see Chris Hemsworth ripped abs. <laughs> you should be you rub should, your bruise on them, yeah, and it'll yeah. immediately dissipate. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be really good. Well, they show Washington. They show the end of uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Where they're they're. The shield helicarrier, and they're blaming him. I'm like, wait a second, Hydra did that. That had nothing to do with Steve Rogers. Yeah, but the public already knows Steve Rogers is Captain America. Mm-hmm. There was a museum thing. Yeah, so well, they know Bucky too. Bucky, they know. Well, they don't know the Bucky's Winter Soldier. They know he's Bucky. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but they don't. I mean, I'm sure they don't know Natasha. Well, no. At the end of Winter Soldier, Natasha was in front of a congressional hearing. Yeah, so they know she's Black Widow. They know Tony Stark's Iron Man. Maybe they don't know who Nick Fury is. Who cares? Um, okay, Scarlet Witch, Vision, F- uh, Falcon. Well, Z- Falcon was in the military. Ant Man. You know, I mean, he's like, got a record. Uh, yeah. So I feel like there's not a lot. Well, of maybe, a- maybe a big plot hole here. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we may have just uncovered. If this. you really think about it, there should be reasoning behind all of. Yeah, like the public knows, knowing their names. Everybody knows Thor's a god. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't know that Bruce Banner's the Hulk. I'm trying to think. They never say it in the... 
well, if they're, it depends on if they're going with the 2008 movie because they do say it on the news. They talk about him being a fugitive. I think they've tied that movie into the universe already. So I think that is kind of canon. Okay, well, then we then we just blew a hole right through this movie, so it better be amazing. Yeah, I'm sure it will <laughs> yeah. be, but it's got some splaining to do. What if they listen to this and they're like, holy shit, we gotta go rewrite the whole thing. And now, rewrite the meeting scene. We fucked up. These two fat guys in, in South Texas figured it all out. It's not just us. The whole internet saying nope, nope, shit about it. was it. us. I give us credit. <laughs> nope. Screw you, YouTubers. You get nothing. Um, so, you and I and yes. our lovely lady friends went and saw 10 Cloverfield Lane Thursday night. We did. We did. Um, since I let you talk first, I go now. I go this time. Go ahead. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Because you know I've got a lot to say. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, do we do, do we put the spoiler... Should we, dude? Do your thing. Should man. we do it? If you, I mean, we're gonna to. talk. I mean, we're gonna talk. All right, guys. Look, um, from here on out, this is gonna be spoilery for the film. Uh, you don't. If you haven't seen it, don't listen. Go ahead and fast forward it ten minutes ahead, because I'm sure we're gonna ten talk, minutes. I'm sure we're gonna talk a minute about this. Um, that seems it, a bit conservative yeah, for me. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, spoilers. You your stupid countdowns. Spoilers on. Um, I really enjoyed this film. Um, the commercials really only cover... They cover the majority of it, but you don't cover what happens after she gets out. Yes. Um, obviously, you've seen the commercials. Uh, a young woman is hit in a car wreck. She's taken and put into a doomsday bunker. And there's she, you know, the guy that ha- owns the bunker and another young man are in there. And supposedly, there's been some kind of attack outside. They don't know what to an extent. Some kind of chemical attack. Uh, the young guy that's in there with her, Emmett, says it was a flash of light, mm-hmm. um, and that there hasn't been any kind of radio communication or anything like that. Um, you're not quite sure about the guy. She's in the place with uh, John Goodman's character is really ambiguous and crazy. Yeah. Like uh, either way, he's crazy. Uh, whether it's good crazy or bad crazy, he's crazy. Um, told- he, seem- he seems very bipolar. Yeah, I'll, g- I'll give you that. Yeah, you he, that. sometimes he's super nice and understanding, and then other times he's just like, like he's gonna. I, I don't think he's gonna win an award for this film, but I think I re- he should. I think. Yeah, I think he should at least like when they when they announced the. The names in 2017 for the Academy Award, mm-hmm. they should at least have a little asterisk say, oh, yeah, John Goodman was fucking good in Clo- 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> and that's how they should say it. And he should be there to take his bow because he's lost a lot of weight and he looks good. Good for him. Um, he's getting it all back, dude. No, no. Yeah. No, he was on Stern. Bro. He was, dude, he was on Stern Monday. After that, that film, this film was shot a year and a half ago. Um, but but now he's gained a lot. No, of- no, dude. He was on Stern Monday, dude. I listened, dude. I've listened to Howard Stern. He he lost over a hundred pounds. He I just heard him. John Goodman, you're a liar. John Goodman, you're not a liar. You looked best in Roseanne. God bless you, sir. Get healthy. That's what I say. I love that guy. I do too. Um, I'll watch anything with John Goodman in it. Mary Elizabeth Win- uh, Winstead was really good. Mm-hmm. Um. The John, uh, Gallagher, the young guy that played Emmett, he was good. He doesn't have a whole lot of credits. He's done very little, but he's really he's a talented young guy. He's a good actor. Um, the 
the bunker stuff is really cool. It's once you get out, like it. There's very much a, a you don't know if you can trust John Goodman, John Goodman's character in this movie or not. Howard, let's, let's say what this movie is really. Okay, this is a psychological thriller. The first ninety five percent of this movie is, is a, psychological a psychological thriller. thriller. Yes. yes. Okay, and you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. It, they there's some, you know, did he murder someone? Did he kidnap a girl? We don't know. We're we're given these kind of loose plot threads. Maybe even, even before that, was there actually an attack? Is he just trapping yeah, two people yeah, in, a, in a bunker? Yeah, with while him? you're in the bunker, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, when she makes her move to get out of the bunker, when and she actually, finally says, "I've had enough. And, and I want out." She gets out. That's when you find out there was an attack. Something did happen. That's when you find out. And this is when it. This is how it ties in back to the original film, which we're going to talk a lot about how it ties in. Go ahead. Uh, it's an alien attack, and it's not a. It's not a usual like Mars attacks like shitty little aliens. It's very much kind of a, a, organic alien spaceship creature. Like the ship is actually the alien, and they're kind of harvesting people. It looks like or eating them. I can't tell. Yeah, I have no clue. Um, but it's done very tastefully. It's done. It's not done cheaply, and it and it. But it's also very uh, effective. It's it's like you only see one ship in the beginning, and you see one alien on the ground. Kind of, I guess they're hound to track people down. Um, it's all very plausible in a way. Explain that, please. Well, okay. Um, you know, the, the, as he was explaining, there would be an attack. It would be an attack on the mass populace. Okay, and so if there was an airborne attack, a chemical attack, to take people down, you know, and then you've got pockets of people still there, then this these are like the cleanup crews, you know. So it is, it, it, this is feasible in a way. I mean, the way they, the way they make it happen, you know. I'm not talking about could it happen. Fuck, I don't know if there's aliens or not. I don't know. Don't look at me like that. I'm just saying, you said it's plausible that this would have happened. The, but... the way that the story happens, it's not... I mean, because you're given by... She hits in the... It's like day two or three in the in the compound. She smacks John Goodman across the head with a beer bottle. Or some kind of glass You can bottle. see that in the trailer. Yeah. So, but as you go on, the cut... He's she. Uh, what do you call it? She stitches it up, mm-hmm. but you can see it heal. Mm-hmm. You can see the swelling go down. So you're led to believe that after that initial incident, it's been a few weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. They've been there a little bit, and, uh, and there's no it, there's no telling how long they've really no. been, which I really enjoy. Yeah, I enjoyed the fact that they didn't tell you how long they were actually down there, and they used that as a tool to give you a clue. Yeah, as to how long they've been down there. Yeah, go uh, ahead, continue. But, just his character was so ambiguous. Like you didn't know whether or not you liked him or not. Yeah, you don't know whether or not he's a good guy. Well, if you were like me, you liked him and then you hated him and then you liked him and then you hated him. I was on the fence on him the whole time. Like I and it wasn't like a good or bad. It was like I don't know about this guy. Either way, like I don't know if he's like overly prepared and crazy or if he's a ma- if he was like a serial killer. I give credit to John Goodman's act- acting. Yeah, yeah. Um, the alien stuff though is incredible. Like I really loved that because I love the it's only like 10 minutes of the film mm-hmm. at the end. Like and it's very fat. It's a, it was exactly what we talked about a few episodes yeah. ago. It was a movie 
and then they tacked on some shit at the end. It uh, possibly, but it's really tastefully done. Like it's so it works in the confines of the story. It it's like you're not sure where what where this is going, and then all of a sudden she gets out, stands on top of a a truck, and she sees a ship hovering over a field. Damn, dude, that's badass. Um, and it's so odd because even it's it's so far away that the audience is straining to see what it is too. You weren't the sure if it was a helicopter is. or a drone, mm-hmm. and then you see it and you're like, oh no! It like turns and yeah. it all becomes very and then alien. You see the arms, the tentacles coming yeah. out. Yeah, that yeah, was badass. Um, again, loved it. Uh, the ending is so awesome. It's got kind of a John Carpenter ending. You know, it's just like she hears on a radio that people. She's in Louisiana, and she hears that people in Houston need help, and she veers off and heads uh, west to Houston. And I'm like, that, badass. It's a, I'm, it's a, where do I where do I sign up for a ticket for the sequel to this sequel? Because like, I'll go see that one right now. I want to I want to see her fighting in Houston. You know, here here she is on West Timer with a bazooka. But you know what you're gonna see? What's that? Not that. No, and that's where you and I. Yep. This is where we're gonna have the big off. I understand what Cloverfield is to to J.J. Abrams now. Cloverfield is his anthology, like Twilight Zone, because he's a big Twilight Zone fan. So, Cloverfield, the first movie, was a Godzilla movie. This is an alien. This is a psychological thriller with alien invasion, very Twilight Zone outer limitsy. So, I imagine the next sequel is going to be another something. Now, did you catch something in the end when the radio's going on when they say they said you heard him say attacks in the south. The eastern seaboard was wiped. It said the eastern seaboard was hit by, and it goes over to something else. Mm-hmm. So that means these things could be connected. Maybe you know, like the like the Cloverfield monster could be part of an alien invasion that's happening all over. Now, go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> first off, I want to get it out of the way early. I love this movie. Okay. I really, really liked it. Up until the moment she actually gets out of the bunker. Because of what I wanted, I was perfectly okay with what we talked about previously. Mm-hmm. It's 90% of the movie is a psychological thriller. You're stuck in a bunker. Okay, that's great. With John Goodman, awesome. Sounds like a great vacation. Yeah, okay. I'd watch the hell out of that movie. And I did. Would you go on vacation with John Goodman as a as a crazy person? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Okay. Yeah, it... And if he cuts a part of me off, I'd be like, hey, can I try that? <laughs> so, back to the movie. I really enjoyed the movie. I hated the alien stuff oh. because because what I wanted was some answers to those original Cloverfield questions. I wanted to know a continu- I wanted to know more about a continuation of that storyline. Are the monsters now in fucking Louisiana? That'd be badass. It would explain where they came from. <laughs> you met anybody from Louisiana? The swamps of Louisiana. <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa, dude! What? Totally racist. No, it's regional. Whoa, it's totally regional. It's a regionalist. It's regionalist, yeah. dude. <laughs> so I wanted more of that, and and I understand if he wants to do a Twilight Zone ish kind of anthology where each one is just kind of weird. Yeah, like Stephen King novels. Something in each Stephen King novel is supernatural or weird or something. Mm-hmm. Even even if nothing before that was. So, what I was bothered with was the marketing for this movie. It bothers me that they marketed it as a Cloverfield sequel. Okay. Or a pseudo-sequel, even. 
Okay, and your little radio thing, okay, cool, they might be in the same universe, but that doesn't give me any answers from the first movie. Well, maybe that's what the third movie is. Maybe the third movie will have answers. But see, now, now when the third movie comes out, yeah. I'm going to actually have to go and look and see if it has anything to do with the first movie, because that's what I want to know more about. Yeah. You know, it's going to piss me off if the third movie is, oh, you like those other two Cloverfield movies? Come watch this one. Wink. Wait, wait, and I go see wait, it. What voice is that? Oh, well, you know the in a world guy died. So yeah. that's, the, that's the next guy. Oh, you're trying to take up the torch? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. Come see our movie. It's great. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no. <laughs> but yeah, that was my big qualm about it is that I went to see a Cloverfield movie and that was not a Cloverfield movie. But I, what I'm trying to say is I think Cloverfield is his Twilight Zone brand. I think you you saw a Cloverfield movie. You saw you want an extension of what the monster movie was. You mm-hmm. want to know what happened in that. I do. And I and I think you got to wait a movie for it to all get connected. I, I that's not how this movie was branded. Well, I don't. They never said. They not, nowhere in the trailer did it ever say. Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, we're going to tell you what happened in the last movie. Yeah, but just by using the Cloverfield name, that sets an expectation of seeing a continuation of a previous movie. Now, if this was called a Cloverfield Tale or something like that, you know, bunkered, you know, semicolon or colon, uh, a Cloverfield film. Wow. I would watch that, and wah, I would enjoy wah, it as its separate thing. Wah, wah, wah. I'm not being... I, I don't think this is a wow, wah, wah, wah kind I'm of moment. Hairs, I don't think that's what I'm doing. I can't get my monster movie, man. That's not what I'm doing at all. This movie was intentionally misleading in its promotions. And even watching the movie, there was a little earthquake in the bunker. I was like, oh shit, the monster's like over them. And then you hear something uh, like go by. Who's a fucking it, spaceship? I understand that now after seeing the ending, but during the movie, it was like, okay, is that a monster? There was kind of a, the same kind of roar. It sounded like, like maybe the, a little bit. The monster that's inside the spaceship looked a shitload like the Cloverfield monster. It had tentacles. It kind of had a similar face. You mean mouth? Whatever. Dude. What I'm saying though is that it was intentionally misleading, and I shouldn't have to work this hard to tie two movies oh together. Oh my god! You can't have a little fun. It was a great movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Wink. It said, "Oh, the Eastern Seaboard," and you know, it's under attack. I'm like, "Wow, yeah, that was cool." I'm like, "All right, the okay. whole movie was great." Just because you tied two movies together doesn't necessarily mean it answered any questions for me. But you don't get it. Sometimes you don't get all the questions answered. Then you shouldn't have marketed it as uh, a Cloverfield uh, sequel. Grown all you want, sir. I have a valid point. Okay, okay, okay. The Tales from the Crypt movies. Okay. Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood. Yeah. Nothing tied them together, except the fact that that little bald gate, uh, Crypt Keeper guy was in it. That's it. And I'm perfectly fine with that. We didn't even get that. J.J. didn't come See, out and be JJ, like... When J.J. Abrams called... <laughs> yeah, I would have loved made that. I Star Wars, bitches. Ah. You're going to watch this and love it. <laughs> Misa like it. <laughs> so, yeah, even if he had done something similar to that... And as, as a separate story, I understand that. Because Tales from the Crypt never had a continuing story. You know that. Yeah, but th- that's what this is. This may, be a, this may be just an anthology series. It may be. That's what pisses me off. You, you don't X? fucking know. <laughs> you don't know, man. That's well, what I'm saying. Who cares? I do. I spent fucking money. <laughs> oh, my God. You spent $10 for you and your wife a ticket. You, 
you know, just because we'll, you go to a shitty theater that I got lice from doesn't mean <laughs> you got lice from there. I'm sure I did. I'm certainly itchier than normal. <laughs> you know, the, we were in number seven, but number eight is the haunted one. I, who fucking cares, Bill? Craig told me that. I don't know whether to believe it or not. I thought we were in number nine. Okay, we were in nine. Eight is the haunted one. All right, so because Craig, but Craig also told me that Freddie Mercury was from Iraq, <laughs> like. And at the end of Models Inc., they revealed that the show actually took place in hell. He was—he's always wrong. <laughs> I'm dead, that's serious. It's a conversation we had. Very titillating. I'm glad you <laughs> shared. Oh man, there weren't any monsters in my monster so movie. So just man. just like your story about theater eight or three or nine, this movie had nothing to do with what we were talking about <laughs> in the original Cloverfield movie. Man. Oh, you know you can't cry over my legitimate points You're and criticisms. Legitimate point. It was a great movie. It was. It cost nothing. We had. It was a great to go out and have fun with our friends. It was a wonderful evening. Fuck you, Bill, and your wonderful evening. <laughs> no, I really, really enjoyed the movie. I thought all the acting was great. It was just that last ten minutes that I had any kind of problem. I loved with. it. Loved it. I love that you got out of this psychological thriller. She escapes freedom, and she's like, oh, shit. It reminded me a lot of The Mist. Yes! Yes, bitch, it was The Mist. That's great. If I they, loved it. And if they make a mistier, and I go see it, it better fucking have giant creatures in it. Do you not agree with that no, fucking statement, Bill? No! I don't care. I, I just... It was fun. It was good. It was good. It was a good movie. I can't wait to buy it and watch it. I'm sure there's going to be some cool promo can, stuff on the DVD, like the Cloverfield DVD. You can think something is adequate or good and still have criticisms. Like your sex life, Bill. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you. No I problem. Love, I love you, too. Um, no, I, I seriously had no problems with this. I'd go watch it again right now if my kids would go. Why won't your kids go? Uh, my my daughter doesn't like scary stuff at all. She's not in a scary. She's a, we watch. What part was scary? I mean, d- d- there's 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 fear involved. Like <laughs> our night last night was spent watching the gym movie. Ooh, yeah. what did you do wrong? Uh, not work on him. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's know, too late. You said it. As as a father, you uh, you have to do certain things and. Uh, this is one of those, you know, you sit down with your daughter and you watch a Jim and the Holograms movie. Luckily, I had Word Brain, so I was playing Word Brain the whole time, mm. which I love. Uh, so spending some quality time on your phone with your daughter? Hey, look, you know, I popped up every now and then to make my quips. Like, when she, you know, she's about to turn 10 and she goes, that's Rio? Oh, he's hot. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Out of nowhere. That, uh, that made daddy scared. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oops, it's happening. You got an early bloomer there, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, well, how was he, Bill? Was he actually hot? Nah, I mean, you know. One to ten. You know, he's a good-looking guy, but he was just a really not really great, objectifying. Not a great actor. <laughs> so, I mean, it had been one thing. if been, like, a really good actor and been a good-looking guy. And I've been like, yeah, he's probably an eight or nine. But this guy was probably about a seven. A oh, seven? With his acting skills. All right. So about, like, three numbers above you? Well, then that means if, if he's three numbers above me, he's five above you. <laughs> You're a walking human peep, <laughs> you asshole. I don't get it. Like the peep, like candy? Yes. How is that an insult? I'm sugary and sweet. 
your junk. Your human, your human garbage. Which is the the highest selling thing on Easter. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So uh, millions of people love putting me in microwaves <laughs> and watching me blow up. Very quickly uh, to end the show, um, it was revealed this week that Jenna Malone was cut out of Batman v Superman. Um, that she will that she will be put back in the R rated uh, Blu Ray, and that they announced her part finally after long speculation. And it turns out that Jenna Malone is playing Barbara Gordon. What? Now, there's no there's no uh, telling whether she is playing Barbara Gordon Batgirl or Barbara Gordon Oracle. We don't know her physical condition. Um, which leads me... Oh, also, another, an, another casting in this universe has been announced. Uh, in Justice League Part 1, uh, J.K. Simmons... We playing Commissioner Gordon now. If you don't remember, J.K. Simmons played J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man franchise recently. Very well. Also, he played in uh, Terminator Genesis, mm-hmm. and he is in the Kong Skull Island movie. And he's an Academy Award winner too. Best from supporting. Whiplash, right? Best supporting actor. Yes, sir. That movie was amazing. So, I'm going to give you a quick conspiracy theory. Okay. All right. I think I know what the next Batman movie is going to be. Then, okay. If they're really hot to make a, a solo Batman film, Jenna Malone is Bat as Barbara Gordon, J.K. Simmons is Commissioner Gordon, and they got Ben Affleck, that skinny kid playing the Joker, Jared Leto. Jared Leto, right? Okay, the Killing Joke. I think it's going to be the Killing Joke. If they want to make a great Batman movie that has action, detective work. And way crazy, almost nearly R-rated psychological stuff. Come on, dude. The Killing Joke. Easily is the, is the movie. It would be a lower budget film they could make that would look incredible. You could still have Batman kicking ass like he's doing in the, in the Zack Snyder films. But it also gives you a look at the Joker and a look at Batman from a different point of view. And it's also, the book kind of says it's more of an aged Batman. It's not a young Batman in The Killing Joke. It's a, he talks about that they've been going at this for years. And w- at one point, it's got to stop. One of them's going to kill the other. I think that's that's the next movie. I, I'm going to have to disagree only okay. because... Didn't they just approve a Killing Joke animated movie? Sure. I don't think they would do an, uh, an animated movie and then immediately afterwards do a live action Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Spider-Man 3 was 2007. Spider- the Amazing Spider-Man was 2010. So what? Th- no one waits. It's not the same story, though, it bro. It doesn't matter. I mean, they, they, as, I, as I brought up before the show, the Dark Knight Returns animated thing came out the minute right, right before they announced they were doing Batman v Superman, which has the second half of the Dark Knight in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Batman Superman battle in the armor. That's the second half. That's Attack Two or Attack Three and Four of the Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. They still did Batman v Superman. I, I think it's it's gonna it has enough differentiators to not be that similar. I mean, no. Batman and Superman fight all the fucking time. No, because this is they they got to make okay. Here's my other my other point my other my other idea then. Then it's going to go the opposite way, and it's going to be a huge film, and it's going to be Arkham Asylum. That would be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be Ar- the, the Arkham Asylum book. It's very, going to be very psychological, very action-y. That's why I'm saying, when I brought up on the Facebook about R-rated, in, in, Ar- in Arkham Asylum and in Hush, you get, a, you get shots of Poison Ivy damn near naked. 
And that the, that's the way they can push that idea of her being a naturalist in an R-rated film. You know, completely, almost completely naked, covered up by vines and leaves and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, she's always shown wearing, like, a simple, like, button over with just, like, one button done or something like that. Yeah, but like in, that. In, in one of those stories, she's, like, just... Just ivy? Just, just barely things draping on her, you know? And then I'm not saying it from, from a sexist standpoint, I'm saying, like, that's the character. Mm-hmm. You know, she's kind of gotten rid of all the man, you know, the the man's laws. Like, she's probably into consensual cannibalism, too. But that's a side. I don't think she'd eat plants. She'd eat the hell out of some human, though. I just said consensual cannibalism. Yeah, but... She's human. Mm. <laughs> Whatevs. But that's... My, my theory is, I think they're really... I think they're going to make Killing Joke, or they're going to... Or, or my secondary would be Arkham Asylum. Now, I do agree with you on something you said. Um, I think they are going to do something smaller budget, simply because they saw what Deadpool could do on a smaller budget. Yep. Um, so I think they're going to experiment with that next. Doing big names on a small budget so they, they can really see that profit. I think... See, and I think Killing Joke is the way to go. Your money is in your cast. That's it. You got to pay Leto, Simmons, Affleck. You got to play those three guys. You've already got the Batmobile made. You've got uh, 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 the the guy Jeremy Irons playing Alfred already. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the Batcave built. You just gotta you gotta build some kind of Arkham Asylum outside and inside, and then you gotta have the fun the the amusement park. That's it. I mean, and maybe it would least, be really cheap. It's not an expensive film to make. Uh, DC, if you make this, I, I would like some kind of executive producing credit. I don't know what exactly. Uh, you know, maybe it's just free tickets for me and Rod the Bod and our significant others. Uh, a poster, if you will. A t-shirt. Um, and honestly, we can leave our significant others at home. Yeah, okay, fine. Just don't tell them we, you gave us free tickets. Yeah. Um, but no, um, I think that's the movie they got to make. Because it would really introduce this... It, it would bring this aged Batman, another aged Batman story in. And it would it would show his time with the Joker kind of how much time they've spent going against each other. Because we're, we're to believe that when we get into Batman v Superman and um, obviously the beginning of uh, Suicide Squad, they've been going at this for years. Mm-hmm. So this is the story. I think that's the one. And then from there, you can kind of write your own story. But, man, there's so many wealth of Batman stories. Why not bring them to the screen? Yeah. Why not? Why go and try? I actually agree I with that. I love the Nolan stuff, man. The Nolan stuff is very earnest and cool, but they they really they really created their own stories. They didn't they didn't rely a lot on lore, and I think there's so much lore, man, and so many people want to see it, and it's it's there, man. The panels are right there for you. It's easy to do. Venom, Venom would be a real easy small budget thing to do. Batman on drugs. You know, Batman taking performance-enhancing drugs, and then you could easily take Venom and turn it into Bane. You could have, you know, you could easily write Bane into the end of that. <clears throat> it's it's not hard. It's not rocket science. Um, there's so many cool small Batman stories that could make really incredible action films, and and psychological thrillers as well. Those are some of my favorite Batman stories. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, in, I believe, one of the black and whites, he kind of took on the the visage of a villain to scare a villain 
who yeah. was trying to like scare Batman. Yeah, it, it was it was it was very psychological. It was, it was very cool. Here. I agree with you, Bill. There are a lot of great Batman stories, and this is not Hello! in no way a shitty segue from something that you fucked up. <laughs> I didn't do anything. All right. So, speaking of uh, some upcoming events, though, we do have we are going to be at Space City Comic Con May twenty seventh to 29th. Yes, at yeah. the NRG Center. And NRG, there you go. Look we'll you be there in all of our long box small talk awesomeness. Yes, and I will be cosplaying as Steven Universe. I'm. I will be walking 20 feet behind you. <laughs> Come on, Bill. Dress up. Get I'm going to wear my LST shirt. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be smiling. Are we going to hand out some stickers? Or are we going to have, have some swag? If we have some by then, yeah, yeah. We're going to try to get some swag going. I like the word swag. I do, too. I wish I was cool enough to actually use it daily. But oh, dude, I don't even worry about it. Just yeah. do it. Swag. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want some of your own swag, you can also follow us on Twitter at... Longbox Small. You can follow us on Instagram at Longbox Small Talk, or of course Facebook.com slash Longbox Small Talk. Give us a like. Uh, you can also go to our website, LongboxSmallTalk.com. Uh, drop us a dollar or two if you enjoy what we do and want to hear us continue doing it. That's right. Uh, we always have server fees and all kinds of nice things. This we convention, that- while I'm hoping we are going to get free tickets, <laughs> who knows, right? Uh, we need some of that fat Longbox Small Talk cash coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck anymore, Bill. After like 17 takes, you think you just... You give up. Ah, uh, now you're where I am at in my life. I'm gonna fucking donate my meat. <laughs> For Longbox Small Talk, this is Bill. And I'm Rodney. And we'll see you next issue. Network brought to you by B Movies and B.